Welcome, everybody, to Dead Talk Live. Tonight, it is our honor. We are joined by Oscar and Emmy-nominated veteran actor Bruce Davison, who you can catch him most recently in the show 1923. Bruce, thank you so much for being our guest tonight. How are you doing? I'm doing great, John. It's great to be here. Let's see what you're going to throw at me. What sticks on the wall? You know, I... With someone with your resume, it is so difficult. Just what do you talk about? You know, there's just so much stuff to talk about. So we're going to start off with 1923. Uh, You play the role of Arthur. Star-studded show. 1923 is a prequel to Yellowstone, sequel to 1883. Uh, Arthur played played a big role in the finale that just premiered uh, several days ago. What were your initial impressions of Arthur and what kind of approach did you use to portray him? Well, well, first of all, there's two of us, two Arthurs. Mm -hmm. One is my son, who's the uh, Earl of Sussex and I'm the Lord of Sussex. So we're frightfully British and um, uh, we're from our family uh, is where uh, Julia, um, Alex, Yep. comes from she's uh, she's engaged to my son and at the beginning she runs off with uh, brandon with uh, uh, spencer's character yep. and um <laughs> and we catch up with them at the end and Pooh begins to fly a bit yeah as we... yeah you could definitely say that going back to the cast i mean star started with uh harrison ford helen myron yourself uh, tell us what it's like to be on the set with so much talent and experience. What's the atmosphere like? Um, it's like a big train, or in, in my case, a big ocean liner moving st- straight ahead. You better get on and you better be able to uh, to catch on as fast as uh, it's moving. Um, I really had a a great time because the director Ben Richardson is uh, is started as a, a, a cameraman, a cinematographer, and lots of times you work with cinematographers and they're not as connected to the actors. But he was so brilliant with just a word or two with what he would say to an acting performance to get just what he wanted out of it. And uh, he, I was amazed that he got the vista, the the. David Lean kind of vista that he got, and then the wonderful performances and the intimacy of those all in one bag. That's a, you know, he's a multi-talented man. Nice. Now, uh, when you got the role as Arthur for 1923, were you familiar with the whole Yellowstone and how, I mean, I'm sure you knew how popular well, it was. Well, I was familiar more with 1883. Okay. I loved that show. And, I, you know, I love all of them in it uh, you know i've seen sam around we a lot of times different auditions you you, you know being doing this for 50 years everybody knows everybody mm-hmm. except for the people coming up and um i just thought that was wonderful the way it was done the way that that every character spoke in a way in which you immediately knew who they were or you got a sense of reality and authority about them as a yeah. person Absolutely. No matter who they were, the one-line parts or, you know, anything. And that's also what ha- what happened in 1923. I felt you look back at that and every single character is so individual and, and so acknowledged. And that's why you, you see so many, you know, Timothy Dalton and mm-hmm. Peter Stomar and all the people that 
just jump in, you know. Uh, it's it was really um, not an experience you often get. No, so no, I can it, imagine. Yeah, you, you got to keep up with the big boys. <laughs> now, uh, let's talk about some of your upcoming stuff. You uh, you have a, a movie coming out from the shadows, which is coming out later this year. You're yeah. co-starring with one of our previous guests, Keith David, uh, co-founders oh, of a suicide yeah. cult. What can you uh -huh. tell us about that movie and working with uh, Keith David? What was that like? Well, that was fun. All of our stuff was 3,000 miles away, so we had to do it in two different studios. Oh, my God. Simultaneously. Um, that was fun. We got to catch up afterwards, and uh, I, I love Keith. I've, you know, just wondered at his work over the years. He just has such power to it. Yeah. I was afraid he'd sort of just blow me off the screen, but you know, he can hard. be a little intimidating. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But he's great. He's a great guy. He is. He's absolutely um, amazing. Uh, yeah. Now you have, like we said, 270 credits over 279 in the work. Uh, at this stage in your career, what type of character are you particularly drawn to playing? Oh, it's so weird. I, I feel Sam Peckinpah speaking to me, saying, I go where I'm kicked. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever comes along that grabs me. I love to see a character that has a journey, that has somewhere to go. And it's very interesting in uh, 1923 because we're, we're basically background uh, mm -hmm. in the beginning, and we don't come forward until the very last. And then suddenly there we are. Yeah, uh, We're not a distant threat. Uh, so uh, the way a character has a journey is always important to me. I always find that interesting and now, what changes happen. Now that leads me to another question. You have done your fair share of film and television. On film, you basically get the whole character's arc in a 90-minute, two-hour film, as opposed to television where you get the time to tell it over several episodes. Do you have mm -hmm. a particular preference of which type you know, you enjoy doing the, mo the most? Everything has stood everything else on its head over all the years yeah. that I've been doing it. It used to be television, you know, was an hour. or And then it got bigger, it was two hours, and you told the story in that. Now it's eight episodes or nine or 12. They've become a novel. And um, movies are the shorter sort of <laughs> that's very, true I, I like yeah i like doing um small independent films mm -hmm. an awful lot because if there's a good script and a good story and a new way to tell something that's always the most exciting and and can be much more collaborative too than a big uh, project that uh, you know you're just running along the side trying to jump on and keep Spe up with everybody speaking of your independent work you have done uh some great horror movies uh from along came the devil one and two creep show which is a television show uh you're a big fixture in the horror genre um how do you feel about horror does it have a special place in your heart well i love it i've always uh you know i, I love writing to stephen king every time i can <laughs> he's always got something fun to say um, I, I guess it goes back to Willard. Um, but oh, even yeah. before Willard, I did a, a thing of uh, on one of those creep shows or amazing stories that uh, Steve had written called um, Word Processor of the Gods, which was before computers. <laughs> and uh, 
that was a, an episode. So that's, and then I did uh, Kingdom Hospital, which was a, a season on TV uh, up for him and there. But uh, Willard, I guess, sort of put me on the, put me on the, the, the dark trail because uh, once I kissed a rat, I didn't kiss a girl for another 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Now, um, you know, speaking, staying on the independent projects uh, for a while, you uh, have done high-budget films like X-Men and so on. And again, your independent films. What is it that really draws you to independent work? I think a good, well, a good story draws me to anything, first of all. And then secondly, if the character is interesting and has any kind of journey to him. And then uh, on independent films, I, I get trusted a little bit more and I get to be more of a collaborator yeah. for the most part. So sometimes we're making it together. Not that there's a lot that changes and, uh, you know, I try to honor the writer and the words, but at the same time, you have a freedom to, you know, explore and how something comes out of something else. I just, um, did a film Barbara Crampton was producing, Joe Lynch is directing, uh, and it's um, uh, with Heather Graham, and um, and it's <laughs> it's another uh, one of those things, sort of like Reanimator that she did. Yeah, time. Barbara and Crampton so is great. She was our guest also twice, and just talking to her, a true professional. Uh, I asked her a question because she had a, a small role in this one film we were talking about. And she goes to me, there are no small roles. There are only <laughs> small actors. She loves that saying. And Yes, I know she does. It's, it's that big, that's that small. Right? <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, she, she must have been amazing to collaborate with. Well, Not... I've, I've known Barbara since before she got into Reanimator. I, wow. I knew her years before then. So uh, and... we go back a long way. Yeah, and talk about an amazing actress, a smart woman. Now, looking mm -hmm. back on your career, what would you what would you say was your defining role? Uh -huh. I don't want to say break your biggest break, but what mm -hmm. role do you give credit for really setting your career in motion? There are so many careers that I've had that I'd have to pick five or six and your typecast after each one. The first uh, one was the Strawberry Statement last summer, and um, they were my first films. Mm -hmm. And then along came Willard, which was a big box office hit. And yeah. then I got I was kind of a creepy, weird uh, kid for a number of years. And then uh, something else would come along that's more successful. And then uh, I got nominated for Longtime Companion. Mm -hmm. And then after that, uh, X-Men, I guess, changed. And then I, you play a lot of senators, a lot of nasty senators, which sort of works into Ozark and everything else. You get exactly. typecast every every time something is successful. It seems to be that uh, you you got to be kind of careful not to just create the same thing lesser and lesser over and over. And you... But I'm a character actor. And um, I started out, I was kind of a, a young starlet, and then... Um, became a character actor, and uh, that's always served me because I've been able to play a lot of different parts. It's very interesting. I got to play a British lord 
in this last one, and now I'm going off to play a, a fisherman, uh, uh, you know, a West Coast fisherman with uh, Bo Bridges next. So, and and you're you're so right about that. It's very difficult in this industry not to get typecasted. You've done a great job of playing. Like for me, in horror movies in particular, you've you've played a lot of priests. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, but. Yes. You, you don't get locked in. You're you're such you're very versatile. Where you can play a priest for a, a year or two in two or three movies, and then move on to something completely different. And that's yeah. a testament to you, right there. Um, you've directed a handful of times. Um, mm-hmm. What? It, uh, but it doesn't seem like it's something you're really that interested in. Have a passion for. How do you feel about directing? Do you feel like it doesn't let you express yourself? Artistically. No, just the opposite. I mean, you're in, you're in control. You have to be the grown up on the set, and uh, you know why is that person late again? <laughs> well, we're good, and the and the actors around, and he says, "When's lunch?" And the director says, "Lunch. We're three shots behind. There is no lunch." You know, you're playing different roles. Um, I play. I I directed Hume Cronin in I guess what was his last film when he was 94 and he was uh, I, he was a, such a mentor to me over the years because I had worked uh, I did Glass Menagerie on Broadway with yeah. Jessica and he, he helped me and guided me through a very stressful time so I got to work with him as a director and he was 94 wow. and he got an Emmy nomination for it yeah. I mean yeah uh, but he, he would say all right by August 23rd I want the script to be locked because I can't keep learning as well as I used to, and, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and I, I understand that now. Now, having but, worked with so many directors in your career, what type of director do you feel brings out the best in you? Is it the calm, collected, get out of your way type of director? Yes, it is. It is. It's someone who trusts you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's been my experience, but someone who just can say just the right thing. I was, uh, uh, I remember directing, uh, just working with Ben Richardson. Um, you know, we started to get heavy and involved with me and my son screaming and stuff. And he just walked up and he said, you're English. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. That's yeah. all you need. You know, all right, now we just pull it down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's about mm-hmm. knowing just the right thing to say at the right moment. Yeah. You spoke uh, Robert Young. Uh, oh, sorry. No, 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 go on. Uh, when I was doing um, Short Eyes, which was, uh, I think, another great film, prison film, um, I had to, I had this 10 minute monologue. They had a big reel that they were shooting with there that goes on and on and on and on and has to start crying hysterically and it goes from there you know through all these levels for 10 minutes as this major confession is in the middle of the film and you try not to bore anybody but um (laughs) i was we were shooting in the tombs and it was the tombs before they rebuilt it down in 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 new york Uh and uh, the tombs where the prison were the holding cells and um, I was literally in a cell banging my head against the wall. And he said, listen, you're not going to match. You're not going to match if you got a lump on your head. Okay? Yeah. You're already there. Action. And boom. 
It happens. You know, oh, it just came and we just did one take and that's all we needed, you know. Wow. Just that way. That's a great story. Uh, before yeah. I let you go, I want to ask you, you've been in this industry, like you said, for five decades. It's changed so much, particularly in the last 10 to 30 years. Do you think this industry is moving in the right direction? Are you happy with where we are right now? It, it, I don't know. That's apples and oranges. Yeah. You know, it's just what is. Um, they're not 10,000 extras anymore. There are two guys in Van Nuys doing a, working on a computer, making a, the desert for David Lee, what used to be. Yeah. You know, it would take years or extras are added in computers nowadays yeah mm -hmm. yeah but all, all the tricks that are used now it's amazing what what can be accomplished but it's just like art there came a period in, in art in which people discovered perspective mm -hmm. and suddenly all these pictures were about perspective and some are great and some really suck you know mm -hmm. it's just the way that things evolve and the evolution of the film television business has been the same thing it's, absolutely some things change some things don't bruce i want to thank yeah. you so much for coming on here and just sharing just some of your experiences you are well, one of my you, favorite John. actors uh and i mean that from the bottom of my heart thank you so much you have anything any final thoughts before we go oh wow um i don't want to dissuade anybody from this business because there's nothing like it no uh, there isn't that's true including my own children <laughs> but <laughs> it's, but um, it's important to, uh, to last thing my mother said to me was do good work yeah and that was always really she knew how important that was to me whatever you're in and you know you can be making a bologna sandwich of a movie or you could be making something spectacular but just do good work yeah, put, put all you have into it i completely agree yeah. thank you so much again our guest bruce davison Check him out in 1923. I want to thank our audience, those of you who are tuning in live, and those of you who will be watching this later on. On behalf of Bruce and myself, stay safe, good night, and stay walking. Bye, everybody. Thank you, John.